This is episode 351 for January 2015. We're starting the new year off with this episode. And I'd appreciate you logging on to our front page at SpidermanCrawlspace.com. Look on the right-hand side for a button that says Support This Site via PayPal. You can help us pay the bills, get the lights on, and ensure more episodes come out to the future. All right, gang, let's get on with the show. Okay, it's time for Spider Reviews. We've got two issues now, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 11 and number 12. Ashley, you're going to start us off with number 11. What happened? Oh, y'all are not prepared for this. I am. Oh. I'm starting the show strong. I, I have ready. six pages of notes. Whoa. <laughs> I am not ready. <laughs> Take it back to the eye. Uh, six pages. Wow, I don't think the issue is six pages long. No, go ahead. I got a lot of beef here. All right, so we pick up where we left off in, um, was it number 10, with yeah. with uh, Doc Ock declaring that I'm in charge now, and um, confronting Peter and challenging him for leadership of the, uh, the we'll, we'll just, we don't really have a name for the collective Spider-Verse character, we'll just go with Web Warriors since... Oh, <laughs> we saw that there, oh, so. Um, so they have their big climactic you know fight you know Peter and um, Otto finally duking it out getting out some of you know getting a resolution that I think we've kind of wanted since uh, I can't remember what issue it was but when you know when he when Peter finally took the reins back again mm-hmm. and they they you know they sort it out Peter comes out victorious and declares resolutely that no I'm going to be in charge I'm not letting you be the one to um to uh you the alpha male yeah exactly <laughs> to spearhead you know this yeah. uh what we're doing here and they they resolve their conflict and you know Peter doesn't just you know he's not just you know beating him up or kicking him out he's like no we all need to stand together we need to you know stand strong against the inheritors and all you know join forces so they have that moment and then they start you know reconvening saying like where do we go from here and they decide that they need to go out and um, seek out other potential um, spider-related people to bring them into their ranks for, you know, their protection and to, you know, to prepare, start preparing for the uh, invasion of the Inheritor homeworld is just essentially the gist of what's going on for a couple of pages. But as soon as Peter leaves, you see, I'm jumping ahead myself. But yeah, we have Peter, Gwen, and Anya going out, you know, and they go into where they were in Spider-Woman. We also have Miles and the uh, the Peter Parker from the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show team up, and they have a really kind of adorable, fun adventure going to the uh, the uh, the universe of the 60s TV show Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Love that. Which Love that. is absolutely hysterical. And they, they really mm-hmm. take a good team to to handle this and we have you know we have JJJ you know from the 60s you know slamming his hands on his desk saying he's like I want pictures pictures of Spider-Man 
which that continues in the Spider-Verse team-up number two, which, you know, go read it, because you get to see more of it. It's hilarious. But, oh no, back in the uh, Earth-13, they're no longer safe because Solus, old man Solus, has shown his face at last and led the Inheritors to their, what's supposed to be their safe zone, where Captain Universe is supposed to protect them. And so they have a big fight. So Captain Universe manages to take out one of the inheritors, which, you know, doesn't do anything. We've already found out that they just get cloned back, and, you know, they, they don't die, essentially. All right. But the, the big thing that happens here is Solus takes on Captain Universe and wins. So all that buildup, you know, is like, oh, you know, Captain Universe will keep us safe. You know, we're, we can't be... You know, they'd never dare come here, and he just, just in an instant, just no match. Just He doesn't even get a chance to fight back, and he's just dried up husk, and end the story there sucks. Right. But, um, and then we have our second big revelation, you know, our big cliffhanger, that Benji, Mayday's younger brother, and the baby that she managed to save from her universe, that she was, her little brother that she was charged to protect, has been snatched by Morlin and has been named as the Scion, you know, one of the big, uh, one of the three figures that's uh, central to their, to, to the big prophecy that all right. the Spider-Verse crap is revolving around. Not to be confused with the Toyota Scion. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That would make an interesting... Um, <laughs> or the Scions from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. 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 So... Oh my god. What what's your pros? Let's go over the pros. What'd you like? Pros. All right. Um I did like how the the fight between Otto and Peter was carried out. I do like what actually happened in it. It showed um, you know, with someone like Peter who's very intelligent and showed him using his intelligence and his wits and his cunning against Otto and he made him um he whatever. Whatever, but he he used his um his he used Otto's weaknesses against him. He says like, okay, um, Otto assumes that Peter is a younger version of himself, so he's like, he's like, I can't, I can't hurt him. So he uses his narcissism and his um his egocentrism as his own shield in the battle, and then right. he used his brains to beat the villain. Exactly. So I, yeah. I'm glad we don't, that. we don't see that very often. Yeah, which makes perfect sense for uh, a superhero like Peter. He's always going to use his brain instead of just, you know, beating them into submission. So I I really liked seeing that. Also, um, I I talked about, you know, I I really liked seeing the 60s universe. That was fun. I liked the interaction between Miles and um, Ultimate Peter. That was was really spot on. Also, um, something else we got, I think... For a couple pages here, this was finally able to um, slow down, and we had a moment where, you know, we got to kind of catch up and take a breath, you know, after um, after Spider or Peter and Otto had their fight, yeah. and so we finally had the moment where Gwen and Peter get to, you know, like look at each other and say, "It's like, hey, I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead." It's like you're dead in my world. And there's just this little emotional connection between them, which I had really been wanting to see from the outset, because, you know, that's kind of the point of Spider-Verse. Like, what's the point of throwing all these characters together if you're not going to have them connect with each other? So it was nice to finally see some monogamy of that 
Um, and then the last point with uh, Benji being the scion, I think that was right. an interesting twist. I feel like I should have seen it coming. Mm-hmm. But um, it's definitely a pretty uh, quite the. Pretty I mean, it's, it's an emotional moment, yeah. Because with, with, with the kid, mm-hmm, seeing how um, for because of how how much of our sympathy has been built up towards Mayday right. in her her predicament, so it's like something else being taken away from her. Let's go over your cons. What didn't cons. you like? Okay, going back. This is, this is a big one. Going back to the fight between Peter and Otto, I was really disappointed to see it happen so suddenly and just be resolved so immediately. Like, it is, yes, it is, I think, what the fans would want to see. It's what we would want to happen in that moment. We want to see Peter, you know, punch Otto and say, screw you, I'm taking my life back. Like, we want to see that. But I think um, what I've always felt, like, a good writer shouldn't, give the you know give the audience what they want it's like my example is you know first season of game of thrones it's that's not end the way you wanted it to and what if it had you know what kind of stage would that set it's like you need to keep people in suspense you need to try and um toy three readers expectations you need to you, you need to show a greater understanding of suspense and drama and um how that how that plays out with conflict. So what I, yeah. what, what I would have liked to see, I would kind of be interested to see, you know, what if, um, you know, Otto did lead them. What if he did overpower Peter because he's just more confident? And you know, Peter's kind of in a in a bad spot right now. He's you know he's just recovering from being, having his body taken over for the past few months. He's coming into all this, you know, the, the mess that Otto left with his life. He's going through a lot, and yet we're seeing um, him instantly back on his feet. Like, there's there's no consequences, there's no long-lasting damage, and it just, it, it comes off as um a little uh just uh, shallow. And so yeah. I, I was really disappointed to see that. I want to see I want to see the struggle. I want to see the characters beaten down to their lowest, and then I want to see them rise back up from that point. It's boring when they don't have any internal conflict, and they're um, they, they just instantly it's like okay, they're pushed to their farthest point, and that's it. You know, they they had the line and it's never crossed. You know, it's just a instant, you know, instant resolution, instant gratification. It's it's boring. So I, I was disappointed to see it um, just immediately resolved like that when it could have could have been used and held off to greater effect. Yeah. So that was what, go ahead. What's your what's your grade? What do you th- what do you give it? Um, grade I would say uh, B plus. It stands well on its okay. own as an issue, but it just it just shows a lot of problems that I'm kind of disappointed with as far as what it could have done. Okay. Let's go around the horn. We've got a B plus. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, George, what would your grade be? C minus. Okay. JR? C minus. And Mike? C plus. I'll go C plus also. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go around the horns for uh, pros. What did you guys like? Okay. The opening Mike. fight thing. Okay. Now... Based on how Peter was characterized beforehand, did it seem to kind of his sudden surge of testicular fortitude make sense? 
No. 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 Did the whole thing about um, was did Mayday have a point that well, this fight was kind of a waste of time. Better spend t- taking out the inheritors. Yeah, pretty much. What did what could they really? Did Otto have a point saying that? You know, I'm more of an asset than you think because I've actually studied these inheritors. Yes, and also. Could they not really hurt each other because one because of the you know wibbly wobbly time and wimey stuff? Yeah, true. But you know what? I didn't care because I just mm-hmm. wanted to see because the thing I wanted to see out of this thing was to see Peter Parker after all this time give Otto a good old dose of humble pie and kick his ass, and that's what we got for those first four pages. And I was mm-hmm. that at that point, and it was um, that was for me that was um, that to me was a big highlight of that of this of this issue right there. So, right. yeah, I mean, I didn't care about the logic about leading up into it or everything, even though, yeah, if you really look at it, it doesn't really, the buildup doesn't make sense, but I did like that moment. It's, it's nice to see our Spider-Man back. Yeah, that exactly. Has, and he actually, exactly, and the thing yeah. is, he actually does outwit him in this. And yes. Like, he mm-hmm. kind of, that is he plays on his ego and stuff like Ashley did say. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. um, I also did like the art. Also, again, Olivier Copel just, Copel just knocked it out of the park again. Although I think he didn't do many background uh, stuff this time around, just most of the figures, but, and also I did like the uh, sort of the, I did like the scene from with um, Miles and um, the Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, but that's going to lead into a con which I'll get into a little bit later, so I'll save it for there, but, okay. okay. Uh, uh, George, what's your pros? Um, <clears throat> I like seeing uh, Peter finally nut up mm-hmm. and, and do something you know, Resembling, you know, anything Peterish, mm-hmm. yeah, and and taking do- on Ock, you know, and taking him down at that moment is is it rushed? Yeah, it's rushed, and but then again, what about Spider Verse? Isn't rushed? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it, it's a moment that needed to happen. I think it could have been done over more pages. We could have had a longer fight, and it would have been better. But you know, we're moving at such a breakneck speed, we can't we can't really pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, we're not given enough. You know, uh, uh, certain beats that should be longer are just kind of rushed by, and that's you know. But the, it's a it's a bloated crossover, and that's what or a bloated event, and that's what happens. Uh, but I did like that finally, and I like that uh, Otto uh, was willing to work with him afterward. You know, the, keep in mind this is the same Otto who eventually, you know, b- before Peter came back, you know, eventually realized that the only way he could succeed was to let Peter take take over and to mm-hmm. go away. So I, I found that uh, that beat uh, to be believable, and so I enjoyed okay. that. Uh, any other pros? That was good? No, the art's good. Yeah, the art, mm-hmm. the art was good also. Jerry, what, what are your pros? You said it was an average book. I think you gave it a C-. minus. Yeah, well, the, the one thing I liked was, was the thing that there wasn't enough of, unless I actually wanted to go out and buy another friggin' comic book, was when they actually visited 1966 TV, you know, TV mm-hmm. Spider-Man. And uh, actually, I'll probably talk a little bit more about that in, in when I do issue number 12, because it, actually it gets back to... Uh, what uh, our dear friend Stillenerd said in his review, uh, which I'll, we'll deal with later. But I like that. Of course, there wasn't enough to it, enough of it. But, you know, my big con is the Inheritors are the most boring fucking villains yeah. that I've run across. <laughs> all they do is sit around and talk about evil things and how evil they are, and we're going to do evil things. And they all say nasty yep. things. And, and it's like, and this is why I quite don't understand. I mean... Why are they so intent on completely devouring their food supply? And it's like, it, 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 
now is the universe is there an unlimited number of spider spider people for them to prey on, or is there a limited amount? And they seem so gung ho to like you know run through their entire food supply in about a week, you know. And then what are they going to do? I, I really I see I. I mean, I know it's all a comic book. I mean, come on. I've been reading these things for 40 years. I know comic books and comic book logic, but there's not a whole lot about the inheritors and their motivations that make a rat's ass worth of sense. Yeah. That's more of a con. Any other pros? <laughs> no, I went directly to my cons. I don't... I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> there there aren't that many pros. This is this is, this yeah. is a dull event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mike, some cons out of you? Okay. Now... About that, even though I did like the inter and the interlude with Miles and the and the Ultimate Cartoon Spidey, I mean it's funny and stuff. But problem is, it really shouldn't have been in this book. It should have been part put in the Spider Verse Team Up Number Two story, where where you actually have to go follow it. And other, because if you really well, this is make this is making you want to go buy yeah, that. Well, it, it actually, well, for it. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a two page ad. Out of, yeah. uh, out of out of in the story that it has nothing whatsoever to do with the main story. Now, not this is not to say that that actual story that it is advertising essentially it was actually really good. I actually did enjoy that. Um, now, as for um, the, toward the end, the climactic fight scene between uh, Cosmic Spidey and uh, Solus, or as I like to call him, Moreland's big bad Santa Claus dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, if you actually look a picture of this guy, it totally looks like you know. Old jolly Chris Kingle, basically. Well, it is Christmas time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but but, but I think that. But the thing about the thing about this thing is that I really did not care about the outcome, and the reason why that is, and I think it, it, it we'll get into this probably for the next issue, and I think this this is where I really started to kind of it really started to kind of uh, coming uh, you know crystallizing for me is that it's because there's too many characters. And, well, I say that in the loosest possible term because most of these guys are either um, derivatives of Spider-Man or derivatives of Morlun. And because you have – and most, most of the – and because you have so many characters, because he has – the Ansel I wanted to bring, deliver this promise of, oh, every single Spider-Man ever, you don't really have any kind of emotional connection that you would have had otherwise if there were, if there were fewer characters involved. Yes. Um, because – if you go think back to what uh, Dan Slott did for uh, the when he did the script for the Shadow Dimensions Shadow Dimensions uh, video game, we only had like four. yeah there was four, and so you were yeah. so you were actually were tied close to they, tied to them and everything. You were kind of each one had he had time to invest each one of them with their own kind of real personality instead of this just very one instead of as opposed to here where it's very one note and generic and you know oh um, oh Spider UK it's the British Spidey. Um, right. Gwen State, despite and, the, and he gets he gets caught in a trap, kind of like Elvis. Yeah, if I, yeah. Qu- quoting Mr. Berriman, uh, <laughs> who's the biggest fan on the planet, <laughs> he's caught in a trap and he can't get out. Mm-hmm. That every issue a spider dies. Right, right. Captain mm-hmm. Universe died in this one. This is a well, every, spider monkey is, died in this one too. Oh yeah. Yes, so uh, we're not going to get this monkey. Nick Spencer, uh, Steve Lieber, or Spider Monkey, um, uh, Spider Ham team up. Fighting sake, right? I, uh, so. I think Spider Monkey died in twelve. Also, I think that was, no, I, he I, died I, in this one. That was, he died in this. That was a, there was Spider Monkey, and then there's like a Spider Raptor thing that had him. Yeah, there was. A, there there was, was a spi- yeah, it was like Arachnosaurus. Oh, okay, because it was in Silhouette and Twelve, where the the teeth were spread apart. That yeah, wasn't the monkey. I think no, that was the monkey. Died died we have another one. What, what's the Peter Gabriel song about the monkey? Shock, Shock the, the monkey. monkey. 
Yeah, he shocked the monkey, all right. right. Uh, he didn't shock the monkey, he bit the monkey. Like, yeah. He bit the monkey and he but, ripped the monkey. But that's what I mean. Ripped the monkey. But yeah, that's what I mean. If there, had, if there actually had been fewer characters, I mean, those who do have the speaking, have more than one word balloon in this thing, they're very yeah. thinly developed. And so as a result, because you have so many characters on at once, and so you're not going to have that empathy that necessarily that, you know, with, when, the, when the guy, so when Captain Universe did die, not only did I think, oh, well, that was kind of, cheap i really didn't care about him dying and also i just i, I kind of thought it was kind of funny because the way that um Coppell drew the panel like after his death you see uh mayday parker standing there with benji and then the, all the other spiders are just kind of walking away and then morley just kind of strolls up behind him like they don't even notice <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah i mean i mean i mean the bill another con for me was the you knew from the fact of how many times he bragged that Captain Universe oh, is yeah. going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You saw that one a mile away. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I guess I, I should have seen the, the ben, Benji in peril coming, but I didn't. But I definitely well, saw the Captain make, Universe. Well, I mean, it does make sense for him because Scion, by definition, yeah. is supposed to be like descendant of a noble, noble family, and so he does kind of fit the bill. And I, say, and I guess you could kind of say that at least it kind of is giving Spider-Girl a little somewhat of pro- prominence here, even though, yeah, she's kind of the, in this story, she's kind of become the glorified revenge-driven babysitter, so, but, uh, <laughs> but, no, but, and also, I, I also kind of actually thought it was actually kind of funny with the way, the way the last page with, with uh, Moreland holding up Benji, like, the scion is ours, it looks like, it almost kind of reminded me of almost like He-Man, like, lifting up his power sword and going, I have the power, instead it's like, I the have scion. the on. you know, it's like, like oh. yeah. I thought it was kind of, like, oh my gosh, no, but, yeah. But, I want to, uh, if, if I may jump in, um, yeah, yeah. I want to say something about, you know, the killing off of Captain Universe, like, you know, they set him up as, you know, the most powerful iteration of Spider-Man, and, you know, mm-hmm. oh, they have Solus take him out, like, you know, this is, like, a show of force, like, oh, he took out their most powerful contender, Mm-hmm. So it makes you think, okay, how are they going to defeat him? How is Peter going to defeat him? Mm-hmm. And what it's led me to realize is he's not. No. Because Silk, Silk in the next issue will tell you how we're going to defeat oh, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably. Well, yeah, yeah, it just goes back to like what yeah. we've always been talking about, this Peter not being the, the main character of his own book. He's not going to... Not only is you know he not the focus, he's not going to be the one to take mm-hmm. out, um, you know, to save the day, and then he's not going to be the hero. And if, if he is, then it's going to be awfully contrived. It's, it's, well, in, it's not in a way, be. yeah, but in the way the first, those first four pages, you kind of got this, you got, you sort of thought, you sort of thought that, oh, maybe he's actually taking center stage again or something, but... Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's not. No. He's not. No. And then he's also, not. the one that the drama's starting to revolve around now is Mayday. She's the one that, you know, the audience is sympathizing with. She's the one mm-hmm. who is suffering and enduring the loss. And she's just, you know, her conflicts are kind of becoming at the forefront. We're not seeing Peter really go through any of this or react to any of this. Mm-hmm. And that's been our main complaint of the book, that Spider-Man is having to share his book with supporting cast, mm-hmm. with Silk, now with dozens of Silks. Well, now with <laughs> dozens of versions of him. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. And also, just exactly. this whole thing with Captain Universe, it's a huge shortcut, like exactly what Mike was saying, you know. What is the audience's stake in this? What do they have invested in this character? It's supposed to be, you know, like the darkest hour moment for, mm-hmm. um, you, know, the, you know, the Spider characters. But... There's just nothing. It's just um, 
he's set up as you know their their guardian, their protector, their ultimate contender against you know in defense against the inheritors. And so obviously, the way to make the bad guys seem more powerful and all the more insurmountable is to kill him off. So it's right. just it ends up being a shortcut and just a cheap way to um try and get the same reaction. Whereas if you actually invested the time and the um the creativity to build up a character that would um that the audience would be invested in and attached to and that would actually um have some serious impact when he died. Mhm. Exactly. And uh, the 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 you know the Benji being taken that's a, another you know shortcut that I believe you know, there's obviously there's going to be no question of, you know, is this worth fighting for? You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's the defenseless baby. It's Mayday's baby brother. You know, there's no question. It's like they have to save him, you know. so Exactly. And, and We've had 50 issues of Spider-Girl that we're invested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it, it's just to, um, it, it's I, what I believed, it was relying more on the, um, the reader's feeling to drive, you know, the pace of the of the comic instead of, you know, the writer should be the one, you know, determining the pace of the drama. It, it, you're just um, banking on the, rea- the reader's, you know, gut reactions to these moments without um, how they should actually be invested and without actually setting it up yourself. So, George, we haven't heard your con. I bet the Ultimate Spider Chibi upset you. Uh, well, yeah, I didn't like seeing uh, that. Well, here, you know what though, Brad? Here's the thing. Yeah. Because right after that, we go into the 66 Spider-Man, yeah. which, you know, I, I should love. But the, the the new car smell is worn off now. Okay. For, for me, you know, one thing I've always, you know, I, I've consistently kept saying, bloated, when I refer to this story and, and you know, events. Mm-hmm. This issue, by the, by, by the point we've gotten, you know, or we've gotten to this point now where it's, it's beyond clear why, why I use that term. There's too many characters. There's too much going on. There's not enough time to get invested in anybody. Everything you guys have said is correct. Um, but I, also, I've gotten to the point now where the novelty of, of going, jumping to some new place and seeing some new time period, it's worn, it's completely worn off and it's tiring now. It's just boring. Yeah. I mean, like, so you see Miles and uh, Ultimate uh, Warrior, Web Warrior Spidey swing into 66, and I'm just like, uh-huh, yeah, that's happened. <laughs> you know, I mean, I should give yeah. more of a damn because it's 1966. But then it tells me, "Hey, if you like this, go check out this." And I'm like, "Hey, go f yourself." <laughs> you know, not happy. yeah. It, it's it's very much like Ashley said, a commercial. Yeah, and or an ad, two, one page yeah, ad. Yeah, and and so I don't like that uh, because I'm I, I guarantee to you, I'm not going to buy that. I'm just not. You know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the whole thing, you know, with, with sucking out Captain Universe in, like, one breath. I, I actually laughed. <laughs> I was like, are you are you just like that? Okay, I'll get whatever. You know, I was like, it, it kept reminding me of that one time, you know, in Dr. Octopus. Uh, or, you know, you have Kane show up and kill Dr. Octopus, remember, all those years ago to prove how badass he is. Yeah, exactly. You know, and That's I'm just like, oh, God, come on. Stop. Really? You know, and yeah. it, it, this whole thing, it just... It's just this. I mean, it, it's, it was interesting when it started off. As it continues yeah. to drag on, I'm I, I can't describe the level of which I'm losing interest. And uh, and know. we've we've talked about this this in the past about how Spider-Man generally doesn't work that well in like sci-fi, outer space kind of stories. 
He, I, I think he works a lot better as a street level everyman hero. He, he works better yeah. where he's the main character. That that mm-hmm. is true too. And and he's not that in here. Yeah. And uh, you know, like a, a guy, a guy totally slaps May and kidnaps her brother. I should have a reaction to that. I didn't. I did. I did. I mean, I, I didn't have any reaction to it at all. And I love that character. I'm just like, uh, okay. Can I fast forward to the end? JR, any other cons or any other thoughts before we move on to the next issue? No. Okay. Well, you've got... Or you going to say, this... actually, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Oh, go ahead. Ashley would... Oh, oh, yeah, just talking about how Spider-Man's ill-equipped to deal with this. It goes back to what I'm trying to say, like, how is he going to get out of this? This isn't... His... I half expect, you know, Doctor Strange to make an appearance and be like, you know, Peter, what have you gotten yourself into this time? Not oh, Doctor I Strange, have a, I have an Spider I... Strange of Earth... Dash. Oh, I have an idea how they are going to get out of this. <laughs> well, we'll what? talk about that. You definitely got some theories. It's, it's yeah. getting it's a little clear where it's going to heading. Oh, no, 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 no. Soap. It's even better than that. I judge me. We'll, it, we'll, we'll get into that when, we, well, when I get into when we get into the next issue. Before we, <laughs> get, before we jump there, though, okay? Because okay. mm-hmm. I said, I, I've lost interest in this thing, and it's, 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 to me now, beats that should affect me have become ho-hum. Am mm-hmm. I alone in that? No, 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 no. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of tired of it too, and I, I'm, I'm missing the, the Peter Parker aspect of the character, the everyday dealings that he has with Mary Jane. Well, we haven't seen that in this whole series, twelve issues. Uh, the, the work aspect. I miss Jonah. I miss the supporting cast. Mm-hmm. The, the, the one true to character moment, the most true to character moment for Peter Parker that we've seen since we rebooted the goddamn book, yeah. was in this issue at the beginning, and it only lasted a few pages. Mm-hmm. And everything else past that is just okay. What the hell else are these other 489 characters doing? <laughs> and it's just right. I'm 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 just, I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. This is not interesting wow. anymore. All right, Jr. You've got issue 12. Just came out this past Wednesday. Yeah, lucky We're me. Recording this on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lucky you for issue 12. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, the one that breaks the internet, Jr. Yep. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But not for the reasons they think. <laughs> Take me through it, J.R. What happened? Well, um, boy, I wanted to. I, I had a couple of beats written here, and it turns out that uh, it only looks like I'm stealing uh, still a nerd's uh, ideas. Uh, but uh, <laughs> well, who, well, who better to steal from, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but basically, issue 12, the incredibly boring inheritors led by Santa Claus have arrived on Earth 13. <laughs> Santa Claus kills Captain Universe Spider-Man, which seems to signal the end for our heroes. Morlin snatches little Benji, who we now learn is the Cylon Raider from, uh, you know, that star... Whatever, I mean, I mix up my... uh, The Cylon, who's been referred to repeatedly in prior chapters, so I guess, oh, this is going to be something big. Well, things actually start... Looking like they might get interesting when the the real when Peter Parker six sixteen comes back with a bunch of Japanese Spider Man, including the dude from the seventies TV show, which had absolutely nothing. It was Spider Man. Oh, don't you start dissing on the Spider Man, Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The cost and the name. You know, yeah. but he does have a big ass honking giant robot. You know, Nate. <laughs> That's a leopard. That's what we've been missing. Leo, change Leo part on. That's a leopard. You know, because the Leo, 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 Leo part on. Leo part on. Leo part on. The very first, by the way, uh, mech, giant mecha in a in a Super Sentai type TV show. 
but I I have never the historical significance of that is completely lost upon me. <laughs> but I've uh, never you're missing out. I couldn't I couldn't yep. get through it. Jerry, you ever watch it? The Japanese uh, show? Yeah, ne- I've never I couldn't get through no, it. No, no, I I say my my I, I my enjoyment of Japanese cinema is limited to the cheesy Godzilla movies. Uh, you <laughs> well, know. that's what this is kind of like. If you're looking for cheesy, you know. I like Supeda uh, su- su- or Supeda Man. Supeda Man. When it was called Ultraman. <laughs> <laughs> or Inframan or something like that. Or Inframan, you know. yeah, which I saw in the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah, so did I, yeah. I just I said, God, but George, we are a couple of real we are old, old dude. Right? I know. <laughs> old. This went all man, in my head. Grumpy, grumpy. Oh, man, I was about night, to see. With, with with Lemon and Mathau both dead, George, they ought to make grumpy old men three with us. Uh, anyway, so anyway, Lee appeared on here. You know, beams Leo into Pardon. the new, new the what? Leo Pardon. That, wait, 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 what? That's, that's the guy in Candyland or Can, uh, Candy Mountain, right? You know, when they go and there's a magical <laughs> Leo, Leo Pardon or something. <laughs> anyway, so it looks the Leo Pardon. So so anyway. <sighs> Santa Claus makes scrap metal out of Lee appeared on. So, you know, <laughs> I have one word for that, by the way. The, the Tonner Man. Suck ass. I mean, no, that's bullshit. I, I bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit in Japanese, basically. Bless me. <laughs> so anyway, what, what could actually kind of been kitschy, a lot of kitschy fun, you know, is basically shit canned in about a page, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and that's, that's, uh, well, I'll get to that, I guess, when I get to my cons! But, uh, <laughs> and, wow. So you like it's turned into scrap metal by Santa Claus. Peter says, oh, we lost more men. The child's gone. <laughs> it's all my fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. If you'd been there, you got your ass handed to just as, you know, just like everybody else. You couldn't. Captain Universe, Captain Universe couldn't beat the guy, but it's all your fault. Yawn, 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 yawn. I wish you'd been reading the last four or five issues. Every, somebody dies in each issue. <laughs> I know. Anyway, well, meanwhile, but it's all his fault. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, meanwhile, it's, it's all John, Silk's you know, fault, actually. Because they smelled her across space and time, just like <laughs> I smell this story. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Trust me, once you've had a kid or whatever, and some of the deposits they leave behind, the idea of odors traveling uh. through space and time <laughs> actually does kind of seem more realistic. But anyway. Uh, you just did a diaper joke. Very nice. Meanwhile, back to Silk, the character that you demanded to know more about, so much more so that you bought additional tens of thousands of copies of <laughs> just of her. All right. She winds up in an earth devastated by nuclear war. And, of course, we don't know how she gets there because, oh, guess what? We had to read another miniseries, yeah. which, we, you know, we don't have. Anyway, so the inheritors who follow her are the British fox hunters known as Brick and Brack. Anyway, <laughs> they, can't, they can't stay because of the intense radiation, and so they leave. Well, of course, now, you know, since we know that Silk is the true hero of this story, she's going to figure a way out, so she knows exactly where she's going in this, you know, radiation, irradiated world. Okay, so now. The spiders who escape from the cosmic Spider-Man's universe, 
are now on an earth where the dinosaurs appear to have taken over again because you can see with all the dinosaurs, you can kind of see some kind of Empire State building in the background. So, you know, something weird ass has happened here. Anyway, Peter gets a signal from Jessica Drew, who is on the inheritor's home, who is in the inheritor's home reality, obliquely referencing an adventure that you don't know about unless you forked over the same four dollars that you would have forked over to find out why the hell Silk is now in an inheritor. So Jessica is a housemaid. Uh, it's like it's like there's chapters of Lord of the Rings that are left out. Yeah. You know, it's just like chapters of the book that have been ripped out, and you're just supposed to explain. Anyway. Yeah. And Je- Jessica's a housemaid, kind of like the Alice of the Brady Bunch or whatever, you know. So, <laughs> um, she, and she, she runs into the Grand Sexy. She runs into the Grand Weaver. And, of course, you know. It just sounds so dumb when you say oh, it. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Anyway, and it's like, the, and the Grand Weaver says, ah, the, pro, the, the plot contrivance converges. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. As, wow. as we find out now, the Grand Weaver is, and, and I don't know whether this is an act of, again, it's like I'd I'm, I'm, be stealing all of Mike's ideas. You just go read Mike's review. I mean, I, I'm not going <laughs> to add anything more. You know, it's like, I mean, when the author acknowledges the fact that he's created his own plot contrivance, and and do's ex machina or whatever and, yeah. and represent in the story is that brilliance or is that just lazy? Um, no. I don't, anyway, so yeah, it's like the, the the grand the grand weaver says, oh look, here's a couple of scrolls which are going to give you everything you need to know about ending this overblown over uh, bloated uh, miniseries and It'll fix everything. Yeah, and, and so you can buy Jessica, this comic to find out about them. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica zips it back to uh, Spider-Man, but not before we see uh, Miles Morales and the broken wrist uh, Spider-Man, who will never play the guitar again. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and, and see, this broken wrist there's, one. There's also uh, been news about Bono not being able to play the guitar again because he had a uh, he had a car wreck or whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, grand scale of significance: Bono not being able to play the guitar again, or Drake Bell not being able to play the guitar again. Uh, it's kind of like. I'm not a fan of well, well, Jr. Think of it this way, because Bono was a producer of the Spider-Man musical on Broadway. This this could all be part of the Grand Weaver's uh, weaving. I was about to say, in other words, karma's a bitch, right? I mean, he's getting what he's. The only thing is, then the ledge should have something to happen to him too, uh, and and Julie Tamar. Uh, I think she's already had enough happen to her. <laughs> yeah, I know. She just collects. Yeah, I know. She's. Uh, I, I feel so sorry for her. She's collecting those royalty checks from the Lion King, which inexplicably grosses two million fuck. I mean, two million dollars a week on Broadway. <laughs> well, honest to God, who just went off the who keeps wow. who keeps going to see that thing? You know. Oh my heaven. Oh, oh, boy. Anyway, so anyway, so Miles Morales is leading the recruitment team, which includes, you know, ultimate broken wrist Spidey, uh, 60s wallop and web snapper Spidey, and, of course, the ultimate uh, alternate universe character, Peter Parked Car, which I guess was such a bad idea that Dan Slott was told, no, you are not using this much in a story or something or other. You wanted to make it more prominent, and they said no, you know, but... It, 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 this was almost an amusing page until I 
saw the spider mobile talk and then learned <laughs> that its name is Peter Parked Car. Okay, then we go to another advertisement for another series, which is Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Oh, by the way, look, we've got this body, but we're gonna cut into it. But you know what? You're not gonna go you're not gonna see what we cut into unless you buy Spider Man twenty ninety nine number seven and which you may not even see it then. Yeah, so. which it doesn't mm-hmm. even actually tell you what it, what they found out in that issue, by the way. They don't, this is like, oh, read Spider-Man 299 for the dissection. They don't actually dissect anything. Yeah. They, they Sorry, just, science oh. fans. That's right, yeah. And before we can actually get into some interesting plot points as far as what makes the inheritor, inheritors tick, oh, no, guess what? Another one of the boring inheritors, Genix. You know, <laughs> who the hell comes up with these names? I mean, good God, Genix. You know, it almost sounds like a... That sounds like that cartoon block on that, that the CW had a couple of years back. You know, the Either that or some kind of cleaner or something, you know, that goes with your Mr. Clean or something. You know, Genix. You know, uh, uh, some... Oh, I know what it is. It sounds like what you put in your washing machine your rent, and for the rent cycle. It's some, mm-hmm. I, um, how come my sponsor... How come my glasses are so spotty? Well, if you put in some Genix, I would take care of it. So anyway, so it turns out he's been listening into everything and and oh, well, I've been listening all the time. But uh, since you're actually going to share some interesting story details, which we don't want the readers to know, uh, <laughs> we're just we're just, we're, we're going to we're going to cut you off. We're not actually going to let you you know talk about anything that might actually be interesting. We're just going to keep doing this stupid circle jerk that we've been doing for the last few months. <laughs> Anyway, so oh, and by the way, I'm my sister's coming, and uh, and so the sister sister of you know Velma, uh, you know, comes with you know mutated versions of Spidey supervillains or whatever, and oh boy, you know we're okay. So anyway, anyway, the, then as they're about to get their ass handed to him, then Silk calls and says, "Hey, come to this Earth thirty one forty five. Uh, you got to come here. So they all come here, and Silk leaves them a whole lot of web crumbs to come to. <laughs> because she, she goes to Ezekiel's fallout shelter, where she spent like 10 years uh, before she became the, the, the kickoff point for this whole stupid-ass thing anyway. You know, and uh, so she go, they go to Ezekiel's fallout shelters, uh, and it turns out that the totem of this world, that has been hiding there in that fallout <laughs> the whole that, time. The news and, that broke the internet. <laughs> and here, here's the internet right now, breaking in half. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, there, I was fapping. <laughs> oh, well, no. Actually, actually, oh, George, George, stop. George was doing a pack of cigarettes. I'm doing a, a pack of Ducalax, which uh, I have to... I, <laughs> Which, which ties back, in, which ties back into my uh, colonoscopy. That I you, hey, Jr. You remember the old Doxadan commercial back in the day? Oh. Doxadan, Doxadan. When nature needs a helping hand. A helping hand. hand. <laughs> Not only did I get that, I got that helping hand up my ass too. Like, See everything that Jr. says, I have to look forward to because I'm next. Oh I'm next in the in the real life total. Oh my lord! Okay, what happened anyway, that so broke the internet? The the the, okay, the, here's the internet breaking again. Okay, all right. Anyway, <laughs> so dirty. And, and it turns out that the totem here is Uncle Ben. <laughs> what? Oh my God! That changes everything forever. <laughs> you know, and it's 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 really uh, interesting too, because we really haven't seen Uncle Ben pop up in any other kind of alternate universe Spider-Man stories within the last five weeks. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, uh, you know, I so I give this thing as uh, uh, actually, believe it or not, I enjoyed it better than the previous issue. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> so I give it a C. Um. <laughs> there we go. All right. Pros. Let's 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 go over your pros. What do you like? Okay. Uh, I started to like uh, the Spideys from the cartoons showing up uh, I, again until I, I, I heard the Peter Park car joke, and then that kind of sent it into the shitter. But I, I want <laughs> speaking of the shitter, uh, did I tell you about my colonoscopy? Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is wow. we we record these all at once, so someone may have downloaded. This is two episodes. You're on your colonoscopy. Uh, oh my god! Well, the colonoscopy okay, sounds more exciting than this comic, actually, right now. <laughs> wow! <laughs> what? Whoa. But, but I, wow! Anyway, I, well, I get that JR keeps referencing it, dude. When somebody makes you a meat puppet, you you're gonna remember. Stop. <laughs> and every time George you know? talks about George talks about puppets, I think about Jerry Conway introducing the mini George. You know, and I'm yeah, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> so I, 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 and this goes back to something that Mike said in his review when I when I saw that picture of Miles in the Spider Mobile with Wallop and Web Snappers and Ultimate Spidey. I, I go. I was thinking it, and I was thinking I had an entirely original thought. And then I read Mike's review, and it's like, oh shit, I didn't have an original thought whatsoever. But, <laughs> but he was right. This should be fun. This should this should have been what the fiftieth anniversary of Spider Man was a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Instead, yeah. instead of the introduction of Alpha, you know, it should have been a celebration. <laughs> Which is what it was, wasn't it? Issue six. Yeah, oh, God, right. yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, the 50th anniversary of Spider-Man, the great, probably, possibly the greatest superhero ever created. Certainly the, you know, one of the best known, most French, most licensed or whatever. You know, so we celebrate his 50th birth- birthday by introducing Alpha. But What's we should the have age jackass. We, we, we should have had something like this. And as Mike said, it should have been a fun, <laughs> a fun romp through everything I, I, it should have been a now, celebration of spider-man that's right now yeah. and and this this, this whole I'm, I'm sorry but before my 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 train of thought derails okay. that's you could you could have brought all these characters in and had them kind of team up you know do it over and and had a fun adventure and a fun miniseries instead you get you got this just boring bloated you know i mean and you're killing them off I mean, what's the fun in this is not fun. This is not interesting. And and like has been said by the other guy, you know, you, everybody else, and I can't add anything more to it, you can't get invested in these characters. If you see it, I mean, to be honest, back when with the two superior issues where Dr. Octopus was t- conferring with uh, with uh, Killer Spider Girl and uh, Killer Spider Assassin from one of the What If titles, and he was getting together and said, you know what, these other guys are a bunch of pussies, we're going to have to kick some serious ass. That was interesting. You know, you thought, oh, where's this going to go? Well, obviously, no. Because they, you know, they haven't, you know, uh, Doc Ock got, you know, his hand handed to him by uh, Peter Parker, and the other two have been a non non factor. Uh, so, yeah. you know, you, you get somebody who, oh, who's the Spider Punk? Who's this guy? He seems might be interesting. Well, we don't know who he is, and we probably never will. Um, so, yeah, you can't invest. Yeah, it's it's it, it, an idea, a, a decent idea that has just totally gone off the rails. Um, you know, and it's, yeah. again, I mean, I liked. Like I said, that I like that page uh, for what it could have been, uh, but frankly, the rest of us just sucks. 
Well, doesn't it take you out of it with the chapters missing that they read this yeah, book, read that? Ads. Like, 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 uh, like, uh, far, uh, party Hardy was saying or whatever. They're just all, ad, you know, it's, you start reading the story and then there's a two page ads for another book. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's this, this is just poorly executed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. I'm confused. Was that pro or con? That was both. <laughs> no, it was both. But uh, anyway, I just said the pro, the pro started to be like seeing the like the, yeah. the, the, the 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 little black and white Spidey and Wallop and Web Snapper Spidey and nineteen you know and yeah. and uh, Drake Bell Spidey. Marvel Spidey. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah, yeah I was wondering who that guy was. Spider. And they'll call the Lone Ranger version of Spider Man when it's on his horse going up the side. It's like you know. Yeah, that was, that was, did, did I miss? But, the I would have liked. Car. I would have liked to have seen an adventure of the cartoon Spideys. Yeah. Yeah, that my whole thing when I saw that page is like, why am I not reading this? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, I, and Miles Morales is the one guy who has any sense say, mm-hmm. saying, "What am I doing with these lunatics?" That <laughs> that would have been fun to read. But guess, but no, we don't get that. We get more of the inheritors saying, "Oh, look how big we are. We're sucking life juices out of spiders." And oh, by the way, what happens when you suck all their life juices out? Are we gonna like starve or something? Wow. Did I miss the reference in the comic where they call him parked car? Peter parked car. Well, no, that's, that, no, that was actually an interview that uh, Slot gave, like when he was promoting Spider Verse, oh. like months ago, where he's saying that oh. he wanted that this was one of the spiders he wanted to introduce was a talking spider mobile who sounds like sp- from uh, Speed Buggy from that cartoon. This cartoon. Okay, so oh, I had to read a Slot interview. Exactly. Yeah, and his real name is Peter Park. Story Clark. unless you have to read something else. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> another thing you have to read else. To yeah. So he was actually supposed to be. Speed buggy, like an iteration of yeah, speed like because the way he's talking, he's like bah, 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 yeah, you know, he does a stuttering speed. thing, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. That's wow. like it be. It's funny as a joke, like if it's just kind of a you know wink and a nod, but it's just he just already you know gave it away all. Wow. So so Jr. What was your grade? Hmm. Jr. What was your grade again? I gave it a C. Okay, let's go around the horn. George, what's your grade? A B? B is in dog. D is in damn. Okay. Uh, Ashley? Oh, C plus, maybe. Okay. Mike? D plus, as in. Woo. Yeah. I was going to give it a B minus. I liked it a bit better than the other one. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well I, I got issues, as you well know, with this one. Actually. We know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pros. One of one of me is where Peter calls 2099 his whole year. <laughs> I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. I thought that was a great line. Any other pros? What else we got? There was one panel that I really liked. I was when um, they're going back to the beginning, and it's like, oh, Moreland's taking um, Benji, and Mayday just, you know, like you know how she screams no, and just the way just the way she was drawn, there is so much emotion conveyed. Just like you know, even you know, you have a character with no facial expression, just with a mask, and like a lot of emotion was conveyed in that just through that one panel. So I, I like that a lot. Right. Any other pros, George? You got to have something. No, the only, literally, the only moment I liked was seeing the uh, the little uh, Chris Giarusa mini Marvel Spidey, because I used to love the mini Marvels. I thought that was oh, those are those great. were hysterical, and I enjoyed seeing that. But no, that was my only. That was really the, and it was a small pro. So I like the scene with Mayday yelling at uh, Peter. Like the only real Spider-Man is the one that. Uh, is dead is my father. Yeah, he said the rest of mm-hmm. you is like it says. As far as I'm concerned, you're all fakes. And I've been thinking, you exactly. know what? You're not actually far wrong at this point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
And poor uh, what if uh, Betty Brant Spider Man, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> you see her throughout this thing. Yeah. She's just kind of in the background. I, I laugh at that costume. Wait, wait. Yeah. Is she the one with the the? Yeah, she's the one who's barely holding on corset. her costume with her uh, stickum powers, basically. Oh yeah, I had a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Which which one of the eighteen thousand characters know who was, that was she? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's she was in a rare. It. It's one of those blinking what? missing cameos. Wasn't she in the? Uh, she was in What If from the seventies. Yeah, What If number seven. Same as uh, oh, the, wow. yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't have that issue, but I remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody else has any pros. Ashley, you got some pros? Uh, I I like that panel and and Spider Man. Okay. We had you know we had a oh, giant yeah, robot exactly. in Spider Man. That's yeah, the I mean, giant robots great. make everything better, but they the they ended that high pretty quickly. So All right. cons. All right, Mike. Oh yes, I've got my whole list of as I was a. Um, since it's since we're going on to Spider Man, uh, the Tar the Man, um, whole list of them. Number one, the first thing when when you get when so Spider Man entrance and everything, I was actually looking forward to this character more than any other of the spiders when they were when this thing started. Really, you like that show? Oh well, it's uh, ridiculous. Yes, but the thing is, if you've ever seen episodes or clips of that, you know how crazy and, and oh, I know. insane I that thing can't. is. I can't watch it. It's so, just, and I like all things Spider-Man. Yeah, so when and I, I so, and I watch Ultimate Spider-Man, and I can take that right. And so when I saw this guy coming in with what he says, "I am the emissary of hell," and Leo Pardon swooping in, like, "Oh, here we go. We're going to get some really crazy action going on here." No, next page we have um, he gets completely jobbed by Moreland's big bad Santa Claus dad. You know, and also that, and also that, if you actually look at that page itself. Um, the guy, it's like almost like you got the leopard is supposed to be like, I guess, official bio thing, supposed to be like 60 meters tall. And so you got a little yeah. itty bitty Spock down in his little corner of his foot. And then Solus there is like, looks like he ballooned like several feet when he's ripping his <laughs> arm off. So his whole perspective is completely <laughs> off. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I was like, that was not, that was not of uh, Giuseppe Kumincoli's, um, even though he's actually pretty decent. That It's almost like that was like, looked like a really lazy pal. It's like, well, like he didn't figure out what the mock-up sheet was. So I said, "Ah, well, I'll just draw it." And so, and then of course we get to the everyone's favorite character, Silk, and mm-hmm. we got mm. the thing where she just happens to just literally stumble into the one place where you know the, the inheritors have their their kryptonite, which is radiation. But then she makes a radiation suit out of her webbing God, because awful. because. <laughs> Of course Off. she can, because of course she can make this stuff out. And she's like, "Oh, I'm just going to whip this up there." And it, and you know, no. And of course, this somehow can block out the radioactive fallout. Which, by the way, considering how she was bitten by a radioactive spider, and therefore would have radioactive spider blood, wouldn't she kind of be less susceptible to radiation? As exactly, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like all the other spiders and everything. And and then of course the other big one was of course. The uh, living Deus Ex Machina, known as the Master Weaver. That whole scene where he basically yeah. says, "Yeah, so you know how it was all coincidental where uh, Spider Woman just, where Morlun just happened to have a handmaiden slash concubine that looked exactly like Jessica Drew, and <laughs> therefore made you know the, the six one six Jessica Drew's mission covert mission easier because she can impersonate him." Well, surprise! It turns out the Master Weaver just kind of. Suddenly, yep, rewove reality, re- 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 reality <laughs> yeah. and everything. Oh, and by the way, I have these uh, magic scrolls that I got shoved up my copper-plated ass that I've had in like, the last 10,000 years. Here, here you go. It tells you everything oh. you need to know. Just make sure you wash your hands afterwards, because, you know... <laughs> but, you notice that scrolls are exactly 
there there's two of them, which there's exactly two more issues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I didn't even catch that until now. But yeah, mm-hmm. and then so also she just magically happens to uh, teleport him out of there with Moreland, of course. I guess he was distracted by uh, uh, Jessica's big, beautiful green eyes and spider pheromones <laughs> to notice that he just that she just magically teleported him out of there behind her back and. <laughs> And and um, and as for the Uncle Ben um, reveal, now, as a concept, the idea of an Uncle Ben with spider powers is actually kind of cool. But uh, yeah, with <laughs> there's the breaking of the internet there. But the only big surprise was to me was well, yeah, kind of. I was surprised it didn't happen sooner because I remember Ashley, you were said like when we did for the review for Amazing Spider-Man number nine. We mm-hmm. thought that old man Spider-Man guy was going to be Uncle Ben with spider powers. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we uh, – so you're kind of expecting it already. And also there was that story from Spider-Verse number one, that anthology thing, where they had a prologue showing us a um, – that kind of hinted at an Uncle Ben who was being, going to be bitten by the radioactive spider instead of Peter. And guess who wrote that issue? That was Dan Slott. So he kind of spoiled, <laughs> spoiled his own uh, cliffhanger here. And so – Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, it, this was just, and this was the issue, I think, that going back, it, this is where the complaints I had for the last issue really kind of ballooned in this one. Because again, once again, you had all the different tie-ins that you were essential reading that, like you, like you said, Brad, I think that's a good analogy, feels like they took like bits of Lord of the Rings chapters and just plucked them out. Yeah. And then the other thing, of course, again, there's too You gotta go read The Hobbit. Right. Yeah. And again, there's too many, there's, again, there's too many characters to keep track of. Like, when people die or people get destroyed, it's like, you stopped caring because you don't have any empathy or um, emotion, emotional investment tied into that. <coughs> so, does this Uncle Ben, do you guys think he has spider powers? Is, is oh, yeah. Climbing balls? Oh, yeah, I think he does. Okay. Yeah, I think right. so. <coughs> and, and, oh, yeah, and by the way, I think that, and I think with the whole thing with the Master Weaver, with the whole, oh, like, I have all the answers, I think you know that this guy is going to be the one who's still going to be instrumental in turning things around now mm-hmm. because, you know, because it's like, it's, oh, yeah, you got these, ma- you know, here's the magic scrolls. Here, don't, don't figure the answers out yourself. Here you go. Here's, the, here, 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 here's everything you need to know, like all the stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, like here's a, here's a secret recipe for Aunt May's wheat cakes right here, too, also. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, in an ideal world, wouldn't it have been better from uh, a six one six perspective to have Spider Man find this this hidden place where the whole team can go? Well, Spider Man's not the main character of this book, right? Exactly. What, what if we swapped where Silk found the answer to where they can hide out? Well, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be a better scenario? Wouldn't we be rooting for our the hero who's the name well, on the title of the book? Yeah, and then the thing, if you think about their whole trip to the dinosaur world, is kind of like, well, couldn't they just, I mean, why, I mean, you could kind of really cut down on the issue, like, during the fight between, in their little quote-unquote safe zone, that you have it so that, oh, they get alerted about this place, and then they jump there, but then that cuts out a big chunk of the book, though. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so it's you just You could almost, actually spend some time building up characters that you would be emotionally invested in. Exactly, yeah. Instead and of, ooh, look, dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, and he's not really leading, is he? He's kind of going with the character that doesn't listen to orders. Well, yeah, that's and what, the, and that's the, the thing. He's just, why, he's just sitting why there. Why would a leader he just follow sit, that? Yeah, he just sees, he's sitting there like, oh, he's like, oh, you know what? This whole thing, like, oh, it's all my fault, or I don't know what to do. I I got these <laughs> scrolls that I, maybe should I read them? 
And then I, <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, what, let me just put them in the back of my pants, and we'll read them I next mean, issue. And what's the next, all this? Yeah. What's all this stuff all over them and everything? Where did they get the? I, and then, and then, of course, there's a second. And then one Otto, second. and then Otto's like, "Oh, will you just grow some balls and do something already?" I mean, <laughs> you know. And the, I mean, that's kind of what it, I mean, literally, you're kind of at this point where you're kind of siding with Otto here. You're kind of thinking you, you're supposed I, to be the leader. Do I something. I've never stopped siding with Otto. I know. <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Uh, where were we? Where were, that was all Mike's cons. Anything yeah. else, Mike? Oh, no, that I, I think, pretty I, I was almost I was almost wrecked and pretty much broken by that after I read this sucker. I mean, Ashley, what's your biggest cons out of the book? Um. What the heck is up with the Master Weaver? I've been trying to figure out. He's so powerful and, you know, commands, you know, the, the web of reality and, you know, the, the, the threads that bring everyone together. And then he's like, oh, I can only make this happen through tiny, minuscule acts of rebellion. Like, what, what is chaining him to the inheritors? What sway do they have, That's what do they have over him? And, and so, <coughs> is it a Peter Parker under that mask? Oh, I think that? it is. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But <laughs> yeah. it, it just makes no sense. It's like you have a character who's like, oh, he's supposed to be, you know, very powerful and manipulative, and yet he's the one, you know, letting the inheritors play him. It just, it makes no sense. And you you can't just you know set up these these characters. You can't just you know put your pieces in place without having any kind of explanation there, right. there's no thought behind it and that master weaver annoys me like madam webb annoys me well it's it's basically it's a very much a madam webb yeah it mm-hmm. basically serves the same exact function it's like you know exactly. it's like oh i know everything that's going to go on but i'm not going to but i'm only going to tell you in the most cryptic ways possible because madam like webb in all this by the way she's still in a coma oh okay okay so <laughs> no yeah. i died remember no, well, we're talking knows? about Julia Carpenter. The other Julia, one. Carpenter, Julia Carpenter, yeah, yeah the world's worst psychic, basically. <laughs> so I think she got out. We don't really care. I no. don't know where she is. She's still oh no, wasn't wasn't there a panel in twelve where it's like, oh, Madam Webb predicted this, and right, yeah, there is like some BS like that. I'm like, oh yeah, because they knew exactly what was going to happen. Like, sure, mm-hmm. sure, that's mm-hmm. not anything. Surprise. Anything else you got a con for, Ashley? Um, tons of stuff, but we've already talked okay. about it. In, Okay. <laughs> George Cons. I'm going to read. Uh, you know everything. Uh-oh. Everything that I said before Brad stands about this being a bloated crossover that I just don't give a shit about anymore. That it was interesting at first, but it's so. It. It is so expansive and so huge and so confusing as to who's doing what, who's where. And there's two. There's so many goddamn characters in it, and it is so contrived that it is. It's the worst kind of fan fiction that never should have been greenlit. But I want to read one line from here, and it's from Miles, who suddenly, for the first time, I find myself interested in. And it's on the page where uh, the one that Mike said that uh, he would like to see actually that this should have been the 50th anniversary celebration. You know, the one with the car and the spider horse with the mask. (laughs) And Miles says, this, right here, this is where my life officially jumped the shark. (laughs) And it, it, it struck me because, and I actually laughed when I read it, and I was like, Miles, you're a genius. (laughs) And I was like, I hate to tell you this, but I I don't know much about your life. But this story... (laughs) 
and the direction of this character jumped the shark long, long ago. And it's sad to me. This book actually made me sad, and the shock value ending kind of made me sad. It's like you're just doing these beats now, and there's there's absolutely I, – I should react to seeing Uncle Ben pop up in a Spider-Man comic. You know, the same way I should react uh, when I saw some of the stuff with Mayday last issue, and I yawned. And, and to me, this is – you know, I always talk about you know the worst times in Spider-Man history. What – what point in a character's history can be worse than when a character is not even second fiddle, but third or fourth fiddle, really? Fiftieth fiddle. To, to, to what the hell is going on? This is some of the most backward-ass, short-sighted storytelling I've ever seen in my goddamn life. The, uh, and I'm ready for it know, to be over now. It, it had a big impact ten years ago, I thought, when Peter David and Friendly brought Uncle Ben back from an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Because it was that? better written. And it, it was a shock it, value. Yeah. Well, no, yes, it was shock value. It wasn't shock value. It was a touching moment. I know, but you, it was a mystery. Why is he back? This is, this is internet breaking. At, Nothing will ever be the same. <coughs> it all yeah. changes here, TM. All right. Let's go uh, around the horn again for the grades. Well, I'll give it to JR. C. And George. Ashley. Uh, C plus. Mike. B plus. And a B minus out of me. All right. 